Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On to <clears throat> next game. Storm defeat the Roosters. 30-16. to A uh, couple of late tries from the Roosters. Uh, look, they were in it uh, at halftime. <clears throat> I think it was 6-4 at halftime or something along those lines. 6-4, yep. Yep. They were in at halftime and then Storm just, they just said, we're just going to keep grinding, keep grinding, keep grinding. And eventually the, the floodgates opened. Um, the end score is kind of flattering to the Roosters in regards to especially that second half. It was like late tries in the last few minutes. Uh, but the Roosters, it's absolutely a uh, disaster year for them. Without a doubt. Um, and I, I don't know where they go from here. And history tells us that after a year like this, the Roosters get the broom out and go, see ya, see ya, see ya, see ya. We're starting again. Doesn't so. look like they're doing that this year, though. It doesn't, but they'd want to change something because it's... I, I personally, I, I know that we've seen what the Cowboys have done. I'm ruling them out of finals this year. I don't think they can make it. I don't think they can make finals either. They've got to win, I think, like five of their last seven or something like that. And they've got hard games coming. Yeah. There's been some fans, Roosters fans and fans in general, that have like been critical of uh, resting Tedesco. I think, like guys, if you can't win with Tupo and Manu at the back, Kiri, Hargreaves, Turpin, not even win, be competitive, it is a storm... But, like, how much does Teddy have to do for the club yeah. before he gets a fair crack and just rest? He clearly needs a rest. Like, Teddy, if there's one bloke that's earned a week off to just relax, it's Teddy. And you replace him with the Kiwi fullback. Golden boot winner. Yeah. Like, come on. That's – what more can you ask from Teddy at the, at the club? Like, what more can you seriously ask him to do for the club? He just – he needs a week off. It's not like just a random week off. He played Origin on Wednesday. Running on fumes, like – the week off, rest his body. Like he, he should do him absolutely wonders for the run home, mate. Absolutely, and he's it's needed. And also, yeah. you've got the cattle to back it up. So, yeah. I um I thought it was really good from uh, Trent to 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 rest him because if he came out and got injured, then you're definitely fucked. Mm. Um, but you know, in saying all of that, uh, Roos is really really disappointing. I so just got a stat for you. Saw it on Twitter over the weekend from it was on uh, from the Oracle. 
Since 2020, Trent Robinson's Roosters have won four out of 24 matches against Penrith, Melbourne and the Rabbitohs. In that time, they've scored 343 points. Against them, 700 points. That's conceding a tick under 30 points per match. Ooh. Hectic, eh? That is crazy. Wow. Pretty damning. Yeah, like, absolutely. You're trying to win comps, and well, that's who you measure yourself against. Yeah, absolutely. It? Absolutely. Um, look, I think that, and we spoke about it when it all happened, and we felt like that Trent Robertson, it seemed like he was leaning very heavily into this new rule set, re- recruiting for like fast play the balls through the middle. And it's, it's been a mixture of, I think, leaning a little bit too heavy into that, but also the game then changing the rules again to bring it closer back to what it used to be. And so I think that recruitment-wise, they probably haven't nailed it like they have in the past. Um, I think that they thought that they were going to land players like they did five years ago in like Teddy, your Kronks, and, and even in 2013 when they brought Sonny Bill, Jennings. This time around of that cycle, I don't think they nailed it as much as they usually do the Roosters and they're paying for it. Yeah, I think that's fair. Mm. Yeah, I just... Uh... And like the, the situation with Sam Walker too, like this sounds worse and worse the more I hear it. It's it's strange. His knee's still not good, or this. My vibe is he's not going to play this year. That's what like, it, it sounds odd to me. Yeah, the you, whole you, situation. You nearly wouldn't play him. Like, yeah. Well, put it this way: if, if well, do you think he's going to be there next year? That's hey, what I'm getting concerned. You know about. what? I am praying he ends up at the Canberraiders. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that's shocking. No, no, no. Everything like, always goes down. No, no yeah. but like the fit is there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's exactly what we need. <laughs> was that the question you asked or not? I, so. I don't recall. I don't think so. <laughs> you asked a question? <laughs> <laughs> but he, he, he suits Fogarty really, really well. I'm just like, the Roosters aren't going to play him in first grade. The Raiders need X Factor. We have money. Sign him. <laughs> okay. We'll appreciate him, unlike the Roosters. Yeah, yeah. But do you think that – are you getting worried like me that, that this is going to be, uh, you know, let's part ways kind of stuff? I think it could be, yeah. Because, like, why is he sitting – like, we're talking about Sam Walker here. Like, two years ago, I remember there was, like, a post-match – and, look, I'm guilty of hyperbole. Like, I nearly, got, I nearly got caught up in hyperbole fucking 30 minutes ago. But I remember after, like, his first year, it's like – no, sorry, he's, like, five or six games in and they were doing, like, a post-match and there was a journalist and they were basically, like, saying, like, he is the next fucking Thurston pretty much. And everyone was kind of like, what the hell? And isn't it funny how quickly things can change? Not to say that Sam Walker doesn't have so much talent, but so many things need to go right for you to play good, consistent rugby league. But isn't it funny? Like, I, and like, I remember when he made when he came in and the height was so high and, you know, it, it was very hyperbolic, but it was, he's at the right club to do it. Mm, yeah. He's at the right club to be able to achieve those great things. And how far off does that look at the moment? As oh. a blossoming young seven in the game, he just needs a champion halfback of rugby league to nurture him. And I don't know where he could find one of those. <laughs> oh, the rates. <laughs> um, I mean, look, and to be fair, like, is anyone playing? <laughs> is anyone playing? Career he can go to Europe. He's been sitting out the front of Sam Walker's house. Yeah, trying to get him down there. <laughs> you know, is anyone playing career best for footy at the, uh, the Roosters right now? You know, so when everyone's playing poorly, I think that, yes, for sure, it's a responsibility of the players, but I think you do have to start asking questions of the coaching staff in regards to, you know, why aren't the boys playing as well as they should be? Um, I think Trent Robinson has so many run on, runs on the board that 
obviously that has that question has to come with a lot of respect because he's earned the right to be able to be um i guess be trusted that you know he's going to be the man going forward but i do think that the roosters probably have to ask some questions around coaching environment training systems everything I really do. I don't think they continue doing this going forward. And you know, whilst you know, we're we're, we're guilty of it as well. Like I, and I find it amazing that there's never any questions asked about Luke Keary. Mm. If he's the guy to lead them in the future, and I know that you know Sam Walker's one problem they're trying to deal with as well. But I, I don't think Keary's been anywhere near what I thought he'd be over mm. the last two years. I understand there's injuries and head knocks and everything, <coughs> but like I remember sitting here at the start of last year thinking Luke Keary could win a Dally M this year. This could be the year that Luke here really takes over and takes control, and I, I just feel like I don't see that from him. Luke, he was almost he was a front runner for the Origin jersey a couple of years ago, and obviously doesn't get mentioned in the the same talks like, now. Someone mentioned, I, I think it was Matty when we were doing a show the other day. He mentioned when Luke Curie played Origin. And I honestly sat there and went, I completely forgot that that happened. It seems like so long ago and yeah. such a distant memory. I almost forgot it happened. Yeah, it's interesting to see what Curie is going to do moving forward. Um, He's he's another guy that you know he's earned his stripes so much. You have to you mm. have to give him that respect because he's earned his stripes so much. But I think Kiri probably be the first person to say that he hasn't had the best year so far. As I said, like I don't think there's anyone in that Roosters side that's had the best year so far. Do they have to go with one of Sammy Walker and Kiri, or can they persist with him as a combo? Well, that's what's surprising to me because I feel like Roosters, the ruthless Roosters that we know, would have gone Sam Walker's our guy because he's fucking mm. nineteen, got all this potential. It seems like they're going the opposite. They're going, no, no, Kiri's our man and Walker. Now, look, maybe we're reading way too into this and he just genuinely is injured. And if that's the case, apologies. But it does seem that he's on the outer at the moment. It seems like that. Again, apologies if it's not true. But that's the vibe I get at the yeah, moment. That's the vibe I get as well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, with the Roosters, it's uh, the problem the, problem the Roosters face, like – even though I'd say the Roosters are closer to a, you know, to getting things right than say the Titans, the problem that the Roosters face is like, what is the problem? And take our chat about Newcastle earlier today. There's certain positions you go, oh, that could be improved. Mm. Yeah, what could be improved? What do you do here. You got yeah. a premiership winning coach. You got one of the best, if not the best, setups in all the competition. You can recruit essentially whoever you want. You got a great roster. Whereas, like, you look at the Titans and you go, okay, yeah, the Roosters are closer to a premiership or turning it around than the Titans. But at least with the Titans, you know exactly what the problem is and they're fixing it. There's a three-time premiership winner in the halves. A year ago, some people would have told you they have the two best fullbacks in rugby league. Yep, yeah. What do you, like, the, the amount of talented forwards that are in that side is unbelievable. I think, for example, it's like almost a bit concerning that Collins can go away, essentially be player of the series but he gets back to club and it's not like he doesn't have a crack. Like he absolutely has a crack. Like Billy Slater said, you know, if you watch him play, he's still, but it just doesn't seem to be working for him the way it does work in origin. Like origin is clearly a way harder cauldron than club and he stands out at origin. So it's all there for him, but the systems just don't seem to be working the way they, they hope they would. Yeah. I can't put my finger on it. I don't know what it is. Uh, now onto the storm. Just quickly. Oh, sorry. One bloke. I would like to shout out the Roosters. I think Nathan Brown sort of slid in under the radar a bit. I think he's been really good for him since signing. He played 80 minutes in the middle on the weekend. And they've moved Radley to an edge for him. Moved Radley to an edge. Mm. I just think uh, because probably of how the Roosters have been performing that there hasn't been much said about him. But 
I still think he's got a lot left in the tank, Brownie. Mm. His ball playing is so good. I get real Torhu Harris <coughs> vibes about him. Mm. Like his pass selections, the way he brings blokes to the line with him. Mm. He set up a try, the late try for one of Gurus could be anything. It's Josh Wong, mm. late in that game. And now I think his best role for that team at full strength is, you know, 40 to 50 minutes off the bench. Because he comes on, he can turn a game because he runs so hard. He's got the aggression. But I think his ball passing, like his selection is great. Mm. So yeah, I think he's been a, a really good signing for them. Shout out to Wong. He scored the last try the other night. He's only played 15 minutes, but very good kid. I'll tell you, it was a few years ago. Well, it was only a year ago now, actually. My brother playing in, in, in the Roosters comedy, the under-18s, they won their grand final. And then in the change rooms after, they were all celebrating and dancing around. And I remember looking at the group of them and looking at one kid going, that kid is enormous. Who the hell is that? Turns out it was Wong. I think his younger brother was in the side and he was just up dancing and <laughs> celebrating with him. Just a really... Down to earth, locker room nice guy. Kid, locker room guy with yeah. a heap of ability. Yeah. Um, another interesting one is Radley. Jeez, isn't he in an interesting position in his career right now? I thought he looked really good on the weekend. Yeah. It's not where I would play him. But he looked better than what he That's has. That's what I'm saying. Like he's recently. he's almost playing himself onto an edge, and it's like when you get in those positions where you play solidly on the edge, but are you a genuine edge back rower? You play too good to play third. You know what I mean? You, you create confusion as to where you belong in a forward pack. At the start of 2020, I would have backed him in to play 20 Origins for New South Wales. Mate, I agreed. I, mate, he was... Yeah. Mate, he was so, so good. And he's still got it in him, but... Yeah. I, I just like the fact that recently he's been told to just don't worry about the ball playing, just run hard, hard and straight. Because his running game just doesn't get enough appreciation because I think he lent too heavily into his ball playing for a period there. Um. But isn't he in such an interesting spot? You know, he's one of the game's biggest stars for a period there. Still got plenty of years left in him. I think he's only 25 years old, maybe. Yep. So going to be interesting to see where he ends up because usually players like that, they actually develop into every year they get better at a 13 because they get to read the game more, they get stronger, they get better at tackling, their fitness gets better. So it's going to be interesting to see where he ends up. Because like a few years ago, I would have thought he will never leave the Roosters. He's a junior. He'll stay there. And I still think he will, but... Like, if they can't find a spot for him... Maybe a fresh start would be good for him. It might be. And geez, would be a good signing just to bring him into a new system where he's uncomfortable. He's just mm. got to start again. Yeah. And so, I, I, you know, just to settle Roosters fucking fans right now, I'm not saying that he should leave right now or anything. Um, I think that there's still some juice to squeeze there. But I, I agree with you in regards to at the start... Even at the start of the year, I would have said, mate, he's a rooster for life. But at the moment, I don't know, like, would he... Does everyone need a fresh start? Well, at least if this continues towards next year, where they don't know where to put him, is he a bench player? Is he a starter? You know, like he's gone from my best lock forward in rugby league to, mate, I honestly don't know if I'd have him in the top ten right now. Yeah, right now. I mean, as I Based said, on form, like he's been, I think he's been much better on an edge because he's just running the ball hard. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't. I, it's he's just you know, he's a he's a superstar. Radley, he's a bloody superstar. So it's going to be... And, you know, to be fair, though, he went over to England. He played bloody really well for England at 13. So maybe it's just this season that everyone's struggling, you know. Maybe they come out next year, they revamp, they're fresh, they're ready to go, and Radley's back to his best kind of thing. Mm. Um, now, on to the Storm. What a win. What an important win for the Storm season. Uh, you know, to come out and almost kind of like, to a degree, not as much, but like do what the Panthers did to them, to the Roosters, you know, that grindy, hanging in the game, hanging in the game, and then just put points on in the second half. 
Um, now, obviously, the Panthers come from 14 nil down, but you get, you get the gist. Uh, really, really solid game from the Storm. And are they the world beaters that we known from, you know, the last 20 years? No, they're not. But they're just showing that they have a standard they refuse to go below. They just refuse. It is not in their DNA. They will not drop. doesn't matter who puts on the jersey. doesn't matter how good their roster is. They refuse to drop below a certain standard. And it's just, it's honestly impressive. It really is. Yeah, I, I look at them and they, like, they, they look destined to me to be a week two or week three in finals sort of team. But I, I just look at them and I, I'm just not sure if they've got what it takes to be able to win a premiership this year. I just think, as we said at the start of the preseason, I think they're just one strike forward short. We say, we say this every single week. Um, I just think they're one short there. But you're right, mate. Like, just the attitude that they show constantly is incredible. Mate, it's, it's just the amount of – it's almost like the other end of the scale to some of the bottom-tier sides, like the amount of people that come through this system. And even though they may not turn into superstars, they turn into good rugby league players with high standards and refuse to, like, let little bad parts creep into their game. How good Xavier Coates turn around being this year? Far out. Like, six weeks ago, I'm going, mate, he's the first Storm player to get recruited to not turn mm. into a gun. And then six weeks later, I'm going, we're starting to see. Like, when he was striding out, that big, like six foot whatever, that hot top speed, you've got Kiri that's 80 kilos or 85 kilos, you've got Ponga that's, you know, maybe 90 kilos. And just when he hit that top speed, you go, wow, so impressive. They said, Kemby, that they've... They've got that resilience back that they potentially lost there for a while and they've got these standards. Like, on the weekend... The Roosters ran for more metres than them. The Roosters had eight line breaks to three, but they just grind and grind and grind and find a way. Mm. Like, it, it does turn to what you said, Guru, and I'm with you. I, I still think they're I'm with you. Strike forward mm. short from winning it. Like, they're, they're in this great vein of form, but I'm still not convinced. Mm. Um, but result to results, and, yeah, the, the question will be, can they turn <coughs> that semi-final, maybe prelim final team indoor premiership I don't think so but we know they've got the champions to do it and that's just where it rests solely on the head of Cam Munster because mm. he's yeah. the guy that can win you those games of yeah. football yeah heading into finals for you they need Munster to do something special yep. I just don't think they've got enough magic in their side at the moment now it's going to be interesting Pappenhausen returns to training with the squad this week so yeah. if you can get four or five weeks of footy under his belt or even two or three in, in, in uh, New South Wales Cup then it changes the – I think it changes a lot if he can get back to where he was. And it feels like finals footy is just around the corner, which in, in some regards it is, but it's seven weeks away still. It's still a substantial wait times like away. it's two months. You, yeah. can, you can get some footy into him. When Absolutely. do they think Papi will play? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But he apparently returning to full training. Oh, yeah, I think it's full training with the boys this week. Yeah, if he, if he can get games out in reserve grade and he doesn't even get, have to get back to 100% of what he was. If he can get back to 90% of it, 85% yeah. of it – that changes everything. It just oh, it's a long road ahead. The, the, the rumor around was that round twenty two was the aim against Parramatta. Really? So whether he's going to be able to make that or not, but mate, as as we just said, even if he's two weeks after that, that'll still give him three weeks of footy. Yeah, plenty yeah. of time. You'd imagine he'd play um, reserve grade. It's actually a year to the day that he got injured. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. Uh, they'll give him at least two weeks in um, Q Cup. Q Cup, yeah. I'd, I'd even go as they'd be hoping to get at least three weeks, I reckon, in, yeah, in New South Wales yeah. Cup. Um, yeah. 
mean, look, too, if there's one guy, Pappenhausen, he's such an athlete. Uh, but speaking of fullbacks, Nick Meany I thought was great again. Jeez, he's been good. For a guy that, you know, wouldn't he be stoked? <laughs> Couldn't get a run at the Knights. Dog struggled as well. Goes to the Storm. He's now, he wins most of the games he plays in their top three side. You know, just such a – like he had seven tackle breaks, 150 metres, 10 metres a run, average 10 metres a run, eight tackles, only one missed. He's been really good for him. He's been a really shining light. In It sounds so bizarre. They're like sitting in the top three, so they're third or whatever, and we're like saying it's been a tough year for the Storm. It's like, what the fuck? But it's – I don't know. You watch him and you go, this isn't the same Storm that we've gotten used to, which is kind of unfair to compare them to yesteryear, but – They've just been so gritty this year. And I think full, full credit to Nick Manny. Like, I, I obviously think the Melbourne Storm, they have really missed Ryan Pappenhausen, but I don't think they've missed him probably as much as they should have. For sure. Because, sure. mean, he's been so good. He, he's, he's an absolute lock on presentation night for the Coaches Award. Surely. I don't know if they award that after under-13s, but if they <laughs> do, just the bloke that does a job every week for the coach and yep. he's, his quest, he's, he's been great. And, and behind a forward pack, you know, a lot of times yeah. he's getting dominated. You know? So it's not as easy as... You know, getting behind a great forward pack that's just rolling down the field. Uh, Harry Grant, once again, just dangerous all the time. Seriously. You know, I thought in game three he had a few errors. So his game was just like a step off. And that's the thing with Harry Grant. Because he's such an explosive attacking hooker, if he is a step off, it can go wrong. But when it's on, it is just – it must be a nightmare for coaches to play him. Because it's like it is if, – if a marker stays down – not even if a marker stays down. If a marker has his foot – in the wrong spot, Harry Grant's taking it. An inch, he'll take it. Every single time. It is so good to watch. Uh, who else stood out for you boys? Yeah, just on Harry Grant as well. Like I just, I, I think Eli Katoa, I hope he's back in the next two to three weeks because that, that's what could really spark it, moving Nass back into the middle and getting Harry Grant off the back of him. I think they, they desperately need to make that move. Uh, mate, I thought, you know, king of toilers, Josh King just gets through. <laughs> A ton of work. Again, I've spoken about it before. My best mate, he grew up uh, at the Knights playing Harold Matson SG Ball, and he said that Josh King didn't make the team either year. Just mm. didn't even even have a chance of, uh, of making those sides, and just because he's tough as nails and he just never gave up, he's gone down there, and he's, he's, he's going to have a good career down at Melbourne. Yeah. Yeah, so look, once again, Melbourne put themselves in the picture. Um, if there's one team that has a player in it that can do something incredible, like put it this way, like we've seen worse teams have key players go on runs taking to the finals. So I agree with you guys. I still probably think they don't have that extra gear in them when they hit the prelim. But when you've got Munster in your side, look what he did with the 2022 Queensland side. This side he absolutely could do something special in. And, you know, they've, you know on his day, Jerome Hughes can be the best halfback. Yeah. Yeah, <coughs> not on his day. Harry Grant is the best hooker most days, but like there's well, Hughes was like this there. far away from Cleary yep. like the last couple of years. That's how good he's been. Yeah, I actually thought he had a really good game on the weekend. Scored a try. I think he, he made about twenty five tackles. I don't think he missed any. Yeah, twenty tackles, missed none. He had a good game, Hughesy. And that's the thing. Like if they fire, if that nine six seven fire, you go, oh shit! Like they can genuinely tear any team yeah. apart. Um. Outside of that, you know, it's it's hard to talk about because they've got so many toilers. So you're saying the same thing for each battler. <laughs> Gritty, you're saying tough. the same thing every week about Melbourne. Yeah, yeah, you really are. Um, but really, 
again, it's such a credit to the organisation that they are sitting third. Like when you look at the Broncos and Penrith right now, you look at them and their rosters are peaking and it's per- like everything is like almost landing perfectly for them right now. And then you look at the Storm and they're having a, a quiet year. They are right there on their tails. That how, that's how incredible this system is. That's how incredible this club is. Well, even you use the Roosters as an example this season where yeah. how hard it is to keep these – dynasty is a strong word, but like gun team year after year. And they have the roster year after year, but no matter how good your lineup is, the Roosters capitulated. They're yeah. fourth, bottom four in the table, I think. Melbourne just – like we know they've got the roster to do it, but – just every, every single year. year. Well, like so, so far, look, it looks as though the Roosters will. Let's say they finish in the bottom four this year. That means 2016 and 2023 they finished bottom four. In that time, Storm haven't even come close to finishing in the. Like, and that's that's since 2006. But they finished in the bottom four of the top eight twice, maybe twice. I think so. Bellamy yeah. came in, and I think they might have come like third, fourth. I think they've only missed the finals once. I'll, I'll run, I'll run and that's because of the points deduction? I think so it was 2011. So yeah. Bellamy came in in 2003. They came in, in order. Fifth, sixth, sixth, and then they won the comp in 2006. First, 2007. first. Sorry, 2007. Then, sorry. The four years to screw up. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Got the minor premiership in 2006. Didn't win the comp, Broncos did. <laughs> then came first in 07, first in 08, fourth in 09, 2010 was salary cap. First in 11, second in 12, third in 13th. Six in 2014, that was their turnaround. Terrible year. Then fourth, first, first, second, first, second, first, and last year was fifth. Wow. Fuck. Knocked out of the four in the last week leading into it, like para. Yeah, it was a point. Yeah. yeah. And that's where it's going to be tough this year, but they're only one win behind Brisbane and Penrith. If they can get a home final week one mm. and win that, all of a sudden you're only one win away from a grand final. And you got to go to Melbourne again and you got Munster. So yeah. uh, that's where I, I think Melbourne, I think they'll be going hard in the paint over the next few weeks because you, you don't want to go to Penrith and you yeah. don't want to go to Brisbane. Yeah, you want to be in a top four for sure. Magic Munster heading well, into the You, you, you want to be a home ground top yeah. four. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. So you, you want to hope that Brisbane drop a few games because I don't think Penrith are fucking dropping anything. <laughs> You want to hope Brisbane drop a few games and you get that second. Well, yeah, but like Brisbane have got a buy still to come too, so it's it's going to be hard for them to get into that top two. Melbourne, they've had all their buys. Yeah, I just oh, like Broncos are such a young side. You can just see them going like this mm. at the end of the year, but we'll see. We'll see. Broncos well, for and against is achievable to catch as well. It's about twenty five points, whereas mm. Penrith is a hundred plus ahead yeah. of. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Yeah. Uh, the last round is Broncos versus Storm. No way. Yeah. Fuck, could you so imagine? That's, that's for a home final. Yeah. Where is it? Cool, eh? That's at Suncorp. So you could go back to back, yeah. Bronco v Melbourne yeah. at Suncorp. That's wild. <laughs> that's wild. Um, so, yeah, once again, Storm deserve all the credit. 